My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dominique Drew broadcasting from Asheville, North Carolina. Hope everyone's doing great out there. Welcome to Radical Intimacy with Dominique Drew. This is my, I'm here with my co-host, Josh. Hola. Thank you for joining me today, Josh. You're very, very welcome, Dominique. Josh and I wanted to, we were, we were brainstorming about some topics for our shows and, uh, And one of the things that I wanted to bring up was uh, the self-criticism that we have in our heads uh, a lot. It's a lot of, it's called negative self-talk and it's, uh, it's really intense. It's like the voice that you have in your head that's kind of telling you you can't do it, telling you that you're not good enough, you don't know enough, you're not, I don't know, smart, pretty, skinny, fit. I would would interject you can have any kind of self-talk, but the the one that predominates, I think, (laughs) most people's psyches is negative. Is negative. And that's actually true. So self-talk is is a thing, right? That's just the, the what we tell ourselves. But it's not just what we tell ourselves. It's how we see the world and then we interpret it and it, and how we interpret it is that voice inside us. Or, or yeah, I, I would say that the, the belief system or the how you view the world tends to color the talk that you have too. So it's kind of a, it's a chicken and the egg. It yeah, it, cre- it creates the talk. Because if you see things as right. wonderful, then that's what you're hearing. I mean, Sorry, they're, maybe you were saying the same thing. They're one and the same. I'm right. <laughs> I believe you. Is what we're, yeah. Is, see, this show will go really well. So yeah, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I said, I believe you. I didn't say I agreed. <laughs> Subtle. Good, good Subtle. enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take what I can get in life. Uh, so, uh, so self-talk is really kind of a major thing. Um, and it, and guys, you wouldn't even believe it. Look up some research on this shit. It is unreal how much this influences your life. Like every moment of every day, most moments of every day, you've got something going on in your head, right? And it's colored. Like, think about that. Most moments of every single day are spent, you know, interpreting the world a certain way, you know, feeling a certain way about it. <clears throat> and and then having that affect, you know, you as a person. And if you think about that, you can start to see why this kind of thing is so incredibly influential. Well, you, you're not, it's subconscious. So you're not consciously necessarily, you know, having this conversation. It's like you're, another word for beliefs you often hear is programming. So it's just kind of an autopilot. So that's kind of why I've, and you might've said it, I just did, didn't understand the the belief system or the program whatever you want to call it is is running constantly whether you consciously make that choice or not so it takes you know some mindfulness and some work to re to shift that that belief system so that the so that the running dialogue is what you want it to be right you can you can get it to work for you but if you leave it on autopilot <clears throat> you know we talked last time about the life by default and life by design. And if you have a life by default and you're just sort of showing up to whatever's there, then, you know, it might turn out great, but it's, you're, you're, you're rolling the dice, right? With your life. And, uh, you know, your, your only life, depending on your, on your beliefs. <laughs> and uh, and it's, it's, it's a huge amount of time. And, <clears throat> and things that are unconscious, talk for a minute about uh, unconscious versus conscious. So the unconscious mind, um, you know, there's a number of different levels of, of what's controlled by your body, like your heartbeat. You don't, you don't consciously control your heartbeat or, um, or, uh, you know, the way your, your organs work, your digestion. And so there's that, that, that category. And 
um, forgive me, I've forgotten the names of uh, uh, the, 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 the layers of the brain of what's, what, what controls what. <clears throat> but there's a primal, you know, fight, flight. Um, it's the one in the back of your amygdala. Uh, the back oh. of your brain, the brainstem, which right. which is like the fight flight, you know, the, they call it the lizard brain, um, and that's sort of your 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 strong emotions, right? And so there's things that your your body controls with the, you know, like without you thinking, heart, etc. Then there's some things that can go on autopilot, but which you can control, like your breathing. So you can go an entire day and not think about your breathing, right? Like you probably go most days without thinking about your breathing, but you can also control your breathing. I can say, take a deep breath and you can adjust your breathing. But I could say, you know, take a long heartbeat <laughs> and you're going to have a harder time, right? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then there's things that you can, you know, like motor functions, arms, legs, you know, wrinkling your nose, things like that, that you can, that you do with, with conscious thought. So, so there's a connection to the physical body there and how the brain works. But there's also, <clears throat> you know, in your thoughts, there's a lot going on underneath the surface um, that, that you're not aware of. And the reason why that's important here is that when it's unconscious, it's way more powerful. It's way more powerful. So if I say, you know, you're a great person, but on some fundamental level, you have confidence issues and you, you know, believe that there's fundamentally something wrong with you, then there's no way you're going to believe me. You're just fucked. You're just fucked. <laughs> That's probably what your internal voice is. Um, it's basal. I couldn't remember it either. Your ba- uh, basal ganglia. Basal gang. Are you flirting with me? I am. Is that what's happening right now? Maybe. Shit, y'all. <laughs> Shit just got so, real. Yeah, it is your basal ganglia, also known as the repti- R complex or reptilian blank. Okay, so the amygdala brain. is the emotions. I'm sorry, I got it mixed up. Yeah. Um. So your 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 lizard brain, and it's just it's the default. I guess that's an easier way to say it too. Like this is your default, because evolutionarily we if that's a word is that a word? It is a word. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was not a strategic. It felt kind of strategic. Strategery to me there. <laughs> um, evolutionarily, that's what we needed to survive was a constant kind of scan. I think we talked about this last episode. Yeah. So actually let's, so actually let's go into that because there's a heat that's going to come up a lot because a lot of what we, just about everything you do now is, is evolutionarily um, geared. Okay. But we live in a world which is, which is telling you to, to act very much against your basal instincts. Right. Not well, that you shouldn't eat basil because it is amazing. And speaking from a male's perspective, and this is my own, so I, I my my perspective is that males especially, and I can't I can't speak for the other gender, but we start off with, you know, whether we can kill it, eat it, or fuck it. Like that is that's about all that we care about. And then from there, then we start adding in layers of consciousness and overlays of like okay, you know, in this context or this social situation, all the other stuff that is learned behavior, but that's where I start off with. And, and I think that there's kind of a, uh, there's a, there's a, a interest in like not acknowledging that. And that, that's kind of sad to me in some ways. Yeah. People, we spend our lives trying to, to pretend it's not there. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, and it's also expected that, that you won't. So you know, one of the reasons I work with with men with this work, um, and single men in particular, is because I think that the society's approach to to the single men in the dating world is is you're just between a rock and a hard place. Well, and I th- yeah, I think that really dovetails nicely into what you're saying is that in, 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 you have guilt, you have repression, you have a lot of like instead of acknowledging like, hey, this is where we're all starting from. And, and normalizing it so that you ha- you can grow from that place. I'm not saying that you obviously kill, eat, or fuck everything that you interact with, obviously, but from there, there has to be like the default reaction, and then the conscious brain takes over. And the 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 time period between your default reaction and when you actually your conscious brain gets in there and gets involved that gets shorter and shorter, I'm sure. So most right. people don't realize that like, 
I think for males, especially, you know, pretty girl walks by and you're like, literally, your body literally turns. Right. You know, because like, every cell in your body is telling you to mate with that person. Exactly. And mate it's the hell out of that person. Mate the hell out of that person. And, and that's really important. Think about it, you guys. Every cell in your body. Like, that's <laughs> it, Yeah, it really only a few cells are men concerned about. <laughs> Generally in the crotch region. You know? But your brain's telling you to do it too. Mate, breed, quick, do it. Do it now. Yeah, yeah. She'll never know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, hopefully not. <laughs> <you know? laughs> hopefully it'd be somewhat memorable. Even even a bad experience. If she didn't even remember. Wow. Which, of course, brings us to the age-old question, is no sex better than bad sex? <sighs> that is a, that, yeah. That's like a chicken and the egg kind of thing. <laughs> That's what your mom said last night, Trebek. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That joke has lasted like three decades and it's still funny. It is. It's still funny. Uh, um, where were we? We, th we think we're funny. It's uh, <laughs> all that matters. It's good enough, right? We were amused. Should be fine. Um, so... I'm turning, I'm turning you down so I can't hear you. Good. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just, oh, Josh seems to be, oh, fading out. Oops. Oopsies, I hate it when that happens. All right. Yeah, we lost Josh. Technical difficulty. So, oh, we lost Josh. <laughs> Clump. <laughs> Slump to the floor. A Oops. gunshot would be better. That is, Wait. oh, yeah. We it's like, here, does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> um, <laughs> thud, thud. Thud. We really need a soundboard. That would be awesome. But I think we should have the old school soundboard where you like actually had physical shit. Like you actually had a thing of gravel and like shoes and you would walk on the gravel. Like that would be fun. They do that. What that, do, who does what? What are you talking about? Um, what? The old what? like 1940s radio broadcast. Uh -huh. Sorry, super tangential. Um, <laughs> I, I'm touching. Josh my, will not be returning after this show. <laughs> I'm touching my tangentials right now. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> That's copyright. <laughs> uh, that was me almost spraying tea on my laptop. Thanks which would have which ended the show. Thanks for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so old nineteen forties radio broadcasts like the shadow. You know he's fighting evil in the shadows. Like they had literal um, the sound effects. They had all kinds of contraptions but like a lot of times when they were mimicking sounds they would actually have like a like a a tray of gravel and then they would have a pair of shoes and they would literally pick them up and walk on the gravel and have mic microphones picking it up so instead of a soundboard like we think of that as like like well why didn't you just they didn't have that kind of technology <laughs> so instead of doing like an, a, a digital soundboard i think we should just have props everywhere i think it's an awesome idea um However, I think the kind of noises that would be appropriate for this particular show. Oh. Sorry, I'm back. Uh, I think the noises that would be appropriate for this particular show would be somewhat interesting to. Um, you're on the Demon Seed Network, so I'm studio. fairly certain we could have like. Live All right, I'm gonna put out a Twitter call for. <laughs> I'm not even sure what. But it's going to be amusing. Well, what I think would be would be fun is that, you know, you're like, women willing to perform fellatio during a radio show. And you're like, but you're not going to see it. That doesn't matter. That's what the network's about, that's, that's man. True, that's true. Woo, Demon Seed. <laughs> Satan's Spooge Network. Good shit. Good shit. So, no sex or bad sex? We don't even know. Should, oh I, so uh, you know, in. young me. So I think I think a lot of it has to do with hormones. Young me, and and maybe I shouldn't say hormones. Maybe uh, awareness. You can't say hormones on the air. Hormones. <laughs> you can You know. You, you know. You know how to not make. You know how to make a hormone, right? Don't pay her. Ba -bum. <laughs> Come on, First of all, no, no, I'm not laughing at that. No, if you hire a bitch, you best be paying her. Which is exactly why it's such a good joke. Okay, I'm just saying, I do not, we here at Radical Intimacy do not support the non-paying of uh, prostitutes. Yeah, God, no. Yeah. I, I, but I'll, I think we also are very supportive of legalizing it. So that Oh my have, God, let's talk about, no, we shouldn't talk about it. That's going to come up a lot. <laughs> it should That's absolutely, unequivocally and absolutely be legalized without any. Well, it's going to happen either way, so. It's kind of that that whole prohibition thing. Yeah, and then ladies out there or gentlemen, first of all, let's just talk about male whores for a moment. There are not enough of them. 
You've looked. <laughs> you sound like you're experienced. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be more honest here since it's just the two of us and no one's listening. <laughs> I have had moments in my life where I have been like, you know what? If I had somebody who was like properly marketing themselves and was able to convince me of their value that they had like massive like skills. Massive skills. I don't care about the size. I care that you can use it properly. It's just, that's for me personally. It does not matter. But but if, if I thought that you could rock my world, I have been prepared to pay for it. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, you say that and that is true to a certain extent. But, you know, if he's rocking a micro penis, he better know how to use that thing. Then he needs to be able to use his hands. Yeah. And his other appendages. Tongues. Yeah. I don't care what you're putting in there. I care what, how it feels. Maybe maybe he's got a big nose, you know. <laughs> okay. I take back my previous statement. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so yeah, I think that, I think that, that male prostitution is an awesome, well, how do we, how do we track, awesome let's idea. track back to the original. Yeah. I think we were on negative self-talk, but now we're on male whores. <laughs> so I think everybody's more interested in that. Of course. They're like, they were like, we were tuning you out until we got to prostitution. Let's be real. <laughs> yes. Then we started listening because it got interesting. Uh, oh no. Good sex or bad sex. That, or oh, yeah, no, no right. sex, no sex or bad sex. No sex or bad sex. So th- what I was saying is that I've, from a male's perspective, my male perspective, the as I've gotten more aware, evolved, maybe is a word for it, I would personally rather have no sex. Uh, it's just not like, fuck it, I'll get off of me. I'll just do it myself. Um, <laughs> I'm better at it and it's not enjoyable if, you know, she's laying there like a dead fish and she's not into it. That gets real rapey for me. Are you talking about me? We've, we've had sex. Cause that's, cause that's, Did you roofie wait, me? was that not there? <laughs> Did you roofie me? <laughs> God damn it. Yes, but if only I'm after getting, I made you sign I'm this get, piece of paper. <laughs> if I'm getting some, I want to remember that shit. <laughs> well, Even if it's bad, I'll, I want to remember it. I'll, like, let's not do that again. I'll draw, I'll draw it out for you. You were great, and I laid there like a dead fish. <laughs> because that, gentlemen, <laughs> is how I do it. That's how we do. That's how we do. That's how we you just do. Just look at your nails, you know. Yeah, I'm like making laundry lists. Just <laughs> so I was thinking the other day, we should really. <laughs> no, it's not talking. Nobody wants women to talk in bed or out of it. Uh, oh, just kidding. I love the ladies. <laughs> you do kind of love the ladies sometimes. Yeah. Anywho, so negative self talk is a thing, big thing. And uh, it was interesting before we started talking about prostitution. Okay, so let's weave this in. So, so what negative self-talk might a prostitute have? So, <laughs> no one is going to love her for for who she is. For who she is, who he is, who he is. Oh, he is. Sorry, we're talking males. I don't know. I just felt like correcting. I, is there like a whole lot of male gigolos out there? Like that? There's. Not, I'm telling you, there's not enough. I, is there like? I just, they seem kind of like a unicorn. Like, I know that there's women out there that are very lonely and that want. Oh my gosh. I mean, that would be a huge thing. Not just like there are some women that are lonely. Like, you gotta stop talking about like huge things when you're talking about male prostitutes. <laughs> huge. Massive, robbing, so turgid things out there. It's so big, Josh. I can't even describe to you how big it is, but I will anyway. Uh. It's all veiny. What? <laughs> it's such a big problem. It's such a veiny problem. It's a big throbbing problem in the world. <laughs> it's a big veiny problem. You know, I'm going to start saying like dropping that in normal like business conversations. Please don't. People, it would be great if you did. You know, it's kind of a veiny problem. Oh, okay. People are like, oh, all right. Did he just Josh will not veiny? be returning next week. Did he just say veiny? Did he just say, did, he just, did that just say veiny? <laughs> So getting anyway, back to that, there's so, not a whole lot of male prostitutes. Was uh, I forget what was before that? So 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 negative self talk. So the uh, Ma- oh uh, prostitute self talk. Yeah. So so if we have the sort of all right. So we'll we'll, we'll go with stereotype. So the the female prostitute and she's not making very much money. Ladies, ladies, if you're gonna be a prostitute, don't give it away. Don't give it away for free. You have value, woman. People want what you got. Own that shit. Don't be entitled and obnoxious. Okay. Just value yourself. And and that is what people desire. Okay, we talked last week about attraction. And I talked to men a lot about what they, they want in a woman. Like, a lot. And a lot of them, you know, 
people think men, both men and women actually, think that men want either skinny women or, you know, smoking hot women or big boobs or this and that. Um, and and often that's the first thing that comes to mind <clears throat> to a guy as well. But after just a, a minute or two, like just a, a question or two more, what they really want is a woman who's healthy, like about, about the body. You know, I'll have a man who, who goes, oh, I don't know, fat women, don't want, don't want fat women, something like that. Um, and it's like, and, and from women too. Okay, well, you know, nobody wants somebody who's, who's my size, whether that's big or small or tall or short or, you know, whatever that is. And it's like, well, that's, that's actually not what I have found to be true. They want a, a woman who, is, who takes care of herself. Well, yeah, kind of to, to track back to your original point about belief systems, if a woman says, you know, or especially not a woman, a woman will, you know, hear from a hundred guys that she's beautiful and wonderful and great and sexy. And then one dude will say, eh, she's kind of fat. And if her belief system is she's fat, she's going to- one get, she'll remember. Yeah, that's the only one she'll remember. Right. Yeah, a hundred- 99 pieces of evidence and you discard them. Right. And that's that's how we sort of prove ourselves right with whatever we believe. So whatever negative self-talk we have going in our head, I'm not worth it. I'm not beautiful. Nobody wants me. I'm unlovable. You know, you won't have these actual thoughts, but the, the evidence of them is you, you see in your life. Then you have life experiences and you only remember, hold on to, and even notice the ones that prove you right. So if you're... So if, if you're struggling with being, you know, so, so let me just go back real quick to the men who are, who are looking for healthy women. You know, the idea that a woman um, takes care of herself physically, and I'm talking about taking care of yourself, I'm not talking about losing weight. If you're, if you are, you know, you're a heavier person, I was a heavier person for quite a long time. I just carried more weight, but I was where my body wanted to be, you know, um, which is fine. So, so this is about being healthy for your body and they want a woman who takes care of herself because if you take care of yourself, it indicates that you love yourself. It's, it shows that you care for yourself. You value yourself. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, wildly attractive. Yeah. Wildly attractive. Yeah. Confidence is sexy. And, and confidence is sexy. And, and confidence comes from falling in love with yourself. True confidence. Yeah. We're not talking, not boastful, not cocky. Just. Not boastful, not cocky, not arrogant. Those are all distortions of, of confidence, um, which is fine. Um, but, but this, you know, this, the self-talk that you carry in your head, I mean, it makes, it makes, absolutely, makes absolutely all the difference. I agree. I concur. Mm. So I, I, I believe you. What was the thing I'm supposed to say to agree with you? Anything. You say everything you say should be to agree with me. Okay. There's, there's no other purpose. Yes, ma'am. Of you. I'm just, I'm just a yes man. <laughs> so, um, so that's a really huge, um, that's a really huge concept. And this is, again, this is coming from me talking to a number of men and what they want in a woman. And boy, that, that healthy, you know, the, the, the women that men find sexiest are the women who love themselves. Right. And, and I think that's where, so the traditional, there's, there's a uh, machismo, bravado, all the things that, get kind of dominating, I like the word distortion, get distorted um, are kind of exaggerations of very good emotions, um, right. self-confidence, you know, a, a very, I say good emotions, very good self-talk and framing it in our, in our discussion is that, you know, machismo is, is kind of a, a distortion of a natural male's, you know, Assertiveness. Uh, yeah, I was just yeah, I was trying to say assert assertiveness. Yeah. It's it's aggression. Aggression is a distortion of assertiveness. So when guys tend to to think that women want the asshole or nice guys finish last, which this will not be the last time I rant about, that is the biggest fucking cop out that I see in the dating world right now. Oh, nice guy. Nobody wants me because I'm nice. Man, whatever. That is so profoundly not true. It's just not true. What you're seeing. You know, when, when you do see a woman who is with, you know, when, when you see a woman who's with an abusive guy or, or an aggressive man, like, that's distortion on both sides, right? So that's not a healthy relationship. But what people are talking about is this sort of trend that women 
want, you know, go from for aggressive guys, what they're what those women are looking for is the assertiveness right. that comes naturally to that man. And of course, when that man goes into defense, that that distorts to aggression. And then you see, oh, there's that guy with an aggressive that girl with an aggressive guy. But let's that's not that's well. Not it's yeah, yeah. You know, you, nobody. Uh, you kind of picked up on when it, when you said nobody wants to be with me. I'm like, dude, you don't want to be with yourself. That's that's kind of the that's huge. Yeah, and it's same thing when you talked about the aggressive. You know, the the woman with the out quote unquote alpha male. She wants to. You know, well, if he is uh, overly aggressive, then you have somebody that wants to be dominated, probably to the point of being hurt because that's what they feel like they deserve. So mm, that's actually a common misconception. Um, <clears throat> self-hatred and, and masochism actually do not, uh, there's, there's actually not that much of a correlation there. Um, it seems like it would be logically. Um, and that's, and that's something I actually hear a lot. I also hear a lot that um, people who are sort of into the sadomasochism scene have a lot of, um, uh, sexual traumas I'm, their actually, past. I'm not so much talking about physical uh, and, and thank you for correcting me no. I'm not so much talking about physical abuse I'm talking more around like kind of codependency like being a doormat and that's kind of where I was going with it but may, yeah. maybe that's still yeah, true yeah no it does it seems like it, it would be but it does it tends it not to be mm-hmm. okay cool and and you know in particular at least that dynamic but of course every relationship like we talked about you know last time um, you're drawn to someone because of their gifts and you're also drawn to them because of their issues. Um, their issues either fulfill yours or yours fulfill theirs. So if you're, if you're uh, a doormat and I'm a steamroller, then we're going to get along super well. <laughs> right, right. And the question, the interesting thing is, is interesting question to me at least is, um, I forgot it. Oh, well, we can go back to. It. I was gonna say. So, is it more along the lines? I think last time we were talking about it feels like love, maybe to certain. So, like you steamroll. If I'm the doormat, you steamroll me. Then that that's what something in my childhood made me feel like that's love. Right. Okay. So that's yeah. You're you're be. you're fulfilling your belief that you don't matter or you don't want to be seen or so, you're not worth it. And I'm fulfilling my belief that I. I'm the king of the world, and we'll get whatever I want. I, I do really. I I hate perpetuating things that are that are not true. So I appreciate you. But it's it's kind of the same the the overall conceptual piece is that some belief system about that on both sides is being fulfilled. Or some yeah. to self-talk is the kind of thing that you hear, but the belief system is what's controlling or why you're we talked about attraction last time, why you're attracting yes. that steamroll if you're the doormat, why you're attracting that steamroll into yeah. your life. Yeah. Beliefs, people are not the same thing as thoughts. That's really important. Um, people sort of say, you know, I, 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 I believe in this or that, or I think this or that. Those are not the same things. A, a belief is something you're, you as a person are unaware of most of your beliefs. Like, I feel confident making that. Most people on the planet are, are, are not aware of what they believe. Okay. You believe, you, you're aware of what you think, right? You think that, um, Let's see, because people use the word belief, but they're describing thoughts. So, so you think that um, America is the best country in the world, or you think that America is the worst country in the world, or you think um, that, you know, big butts are good. Big butts are great. <laughs> you think that, you know. It's very dear to my heart. <laughs> We're bringing out the real shit now. <laughs> Or or other things. <laughs> you believe that that prostitution should be, or you think that prostitution should be legal. See, I even just did it. Um, <laughs> the butt-stitution? The butt-stitution? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's some strategy right there. <laughs> some nuclear strategy. <laughs> um, you can't hug a butt with nuclear arms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But there was like some it. stupid teacher back in the 70s and 80s that was like, you can't hug your child with nuclear arms. And it was... Nuclear arms, you mean? <laughs> nuclear arms. This, is, this yeah. has just started being a thing now. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's... What is it? Nuclear? I didn't even... Did I nuclear. say it wrong? Did I say it wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, and this nuclear... God damn, nuclear. 
nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> so if we fuck it up, just um, just blame George Bush. Yeah, it's we have it right. So like those are thoughts, right? Even if you're like, okay, you know, white people are better than all the other people. It's like, okay, well that's a that's a that's a thought. Like you're going to use the word believe, but that that is a conscious thought, and it's it, it's a thought because it's conscious. Okay, if you can talk about it, that means it's in your conscious awareness. And most of the shit that you believe is way in this, you know, reptilian brain, is unconscious brain, where, um, where it's it's functioning behind the scenes. You know, picture it like a stage. Like part of it is visible, and you're sitting there watching it. But behind the curtain, even while the play is going on in the front, um, the you know, on the on the on the sidelines why what, what? I, I i'm shaving my theater days i used to actually do this shit that's bad anyway backstage and side stage and whatever oh, oh okay yeah on the other side okay. backstage backstage yeah huh anyway <laughs> sorry I mean, i've done a lot be, of weird shit be, in my life you might be looking for some other technical term but backstage <laughs> gets it but anyway it's backstage so so all this stuff is happening and that's where everything is sort of built built up you know what i mean everything is everything is designed all the inner workings are happening and the the fucking kicker of it is that that shit is is the driving force. So it doesn't really matter what's happening on the stage, believe it or not. All of the things that are impacting you as a person uh, are are backstage. So Josh talked earlier about the um, the woman who heard you know ninety nine times that she's beautiful and one time that she sucks. Um, and not in a and, good way. And that's that's going to be really functional. Now there's also now there's a couple of things though. There's the, that that concept's a little bit more. Uh, complex that we're making it because evolutionarily we are we are designed to be uh, on the lookout for danger. So we tend to be geared more towards uh, negative uh, negativity in general. Okay, um, for example, uh, you know everyone talks about how sort of negative the news is. And there's all these shitty things happening on the news, and oh my god, we have why do we have to hear all this and this type of thing. A few years ago, there was a group of people who started a positive news network. Yeah. Yeah. And they just wanted to like put out like, here's all the great shit that's happening in the world, this type of thing. Guess what happened? It failed miserably. Failed miserably. <laughs> well. It failed miserably because that's not what people are, because here's the thing, we're out in the wild and yeah. my, my, I, it, what, what is concerning to me is that I'm not going to get killed and my, my babies are okay. Well, we were, so the, I guess you could almost say manic ones of us were the naturally selected ones, the ones that were constantly like searching, like uh, at all times, like scanning the horizon, scanning the horizon. Like that's the ones that, that survived and procreated. So we all are these like obsessive, exactly. you know, and so that, that. It's about survival. Yeah. Well, that genetic, gene, the least genetic properties, if, and you can make the argument for other, you know, emo, emotional or energetic patterns that got passed down. I'm not even making that argument, but just from a purely physical standpoint, mm -hmm. the ones with the attributes that were constantly manically searching for what was wrong. And that was probably, you know, maybe you could phrase it slightly different, but that's effectively like we're taking our database. I mentioned that last time, like we're, we have all these, whatever bad shit that's happened, we've got this database, like, is this a bad thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this a bad thing? Right. So the negativity, I, I completely agree with you that there's, there's this constant comparison to like, does it suck? Does it suck? Does it suck? Does it, you know, yeah. like, or it is going to kill me, I guess is probably the real. <clears throat> yeah. Is it, is it going to kill me? Right. I mean, that's really, it's, it's amazing how much of our day we spend, you know, doing that, you know, eating, reproducing, surviving. Right. It's like, that's, that, that, that really is. And, and, you know, and I don't mean this in like an assaulting way. Like obviously we're, you know, we're wonderful beings and everything. It's just really good to remember you know, what your body is telling you every moment of the day because it's talking to you. Well, yeah, it, to, to practice, I think the mindfulness, you know, it's, it's creating awareness of that. It's, a, I mean, remembering, I, I get what you're saying with remembering, but I kind of, as far as negative, when we're talking about negative self-talk, I kind of beat myself up sometimes like, why didn't I remember that? It's not like you're talking about, you I think you made the point very clear is it's not a thought. This, these, these negative, this self-talk yes. comes out of, you know, the deeper belief system that yeah. you are unaware of. So right. it was counterintuitive to me. And it took me a long time to become aware that I'm not, I'm not 
in control per se of that self-talk until I get intentional and try to shift my underlying belief system. Right. And, and you can become aware of them. That's the work that I do. So I run this, this program, The Art of Attraction, that, um, that takes you know, single men who, who want to start taking control of this part of their lives and be happier around women and sexuality and intimacy and all that shit. Um, and it's this two-month course. And throughout these two months, we go deep into what you actually believe because there's some reason why you're not getting what you want when it comes to women right? There's something that's about that. Nobody wants a nice guy like me. Exactly. Okay. Oh my God. There's so many, there's so many distortions in that. I don't even know where to start, but it's, but it's possible. And there's these collective beliefs also. I mean, like there's, you know, there's this whole world here and that's, that's, you know, that's what, what we're going to make this, this show about is really, you know, teaching you about this shit and how you can, how you can make your fucking life better. Um, but in the, art, in the art of attraction, you know, guys, single guys come to me and they're like, okay, I have X, Y, and Z pattern. I'm done with it. I want to move on. And I go, great. Let's figure out how you got it, what it's doing to you, what it is, how it's affecting your, your everyday life. And then what, and then I'm just bringing them to consciousness. Well, tell them where, how you can get to it too, so they can. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm at uh, dominiedrew.com, D-O-M-I-N-E-Y drew drew.com and that's my website and i'm at dominie drew on twitter and <clears throat> if you want more specifically about the uh there's a link on the i think work with me page the website but there's a uh yeah go to the work with me page and there's a little link there and it'll take you to dominiedrew.com slash hello which has a um a place where you can sign up and listen to the video and there's a video you know 15 minute video that really explains in depth you know what it is that i do and and uh, and how I help people, and there's just shit tons of testimonials and people who've worked with me, and I'm uh, I have I have really I'm really grateful about it. I have amazing testimonials because I just get incredible results with people because you know by the time they get to me, they're 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 ready to change, you know, and that matters a lot. I'm actually really I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm actually very um, uh, selective about who I work with. I actually don't work with a whole lot of people um, because a lot of the process uh, is it's dependent on the the person, so they need to really be ready to, you know, drop their shit and you know move on to the next thing. Um, if they're still attached, if they're like, well, it's 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 not me, or it's, you know, I'm, it's it's annoying, but I don't really care that it's happening. It's like, well, then that's that's not this work because this work is transformative. It's very deep. Well, and one of the things that I really appreciate about you specifically, and and just other people that are doing similar stuff for men is that there's just so little resources out there. I mean, just having this conversation oh. um, is probably for a lot of you out there, the first time you've heard some of these concepts in mm -hmm. the framework of what is, a, you know, as a, as a male dealing with these issues. You know, yes, you've probably heard very similar, if, if you even paid attention because you're like, ah, it's fucking Oprah or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, <laughs> um, it's just a bunch of, of shit. But the the real the real you know how do I get you know how do I get somebody that you know lights my fire and will actually you know I actually want to spend time with yes you know, how do you the, meet someone who fulfills you who you don't lose yourself in them oh yeah you can I mean, still hold on to your masculinity and still be in relationship with someone shit like that right exactly how do I not how do I mean what's the cuckold or whatever that yeah. term is you know how do I not get you know, and, and that, there's all those, there's all these uh, cultural like jokes we have about those kind of dynamics where like, you know, sometimes she lets me, you know, have my genitals and I get to leave the house kind of thing. Right. So let's talk about that for just a minute. This is one of my favorite things. Um, and I reference this a lot in my, uh, in the art of attraction and my program. Um, is keeping males genitals? Is keeping, yes, I, I try and help men keep their genitals. It's funny you should mention this actually is, is one of the goals is like, I call it standing in your power, but you know, keeping your genitals actually has more of a ring you to, to it. keep I'm your a, boys. I'm, I might adjust that actually. So let's talk about these stereotypes. So we got the stereotype of the, uh, the, the typical male who is like out at work all day and then he comes home and sits in front of the TV and doesn't want to talk and like communicates in grunts, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> that's a confirmation grunt <laughs> and then and then then there's a stereotype of women who um are like nagging and talking all the time and 
um, always sort of, you know, invading their husbands and, oh, honey, how was it? Like, let's talk. I want to talk about our feelings and all this type of shit, right? All right. So what have we been talking about throughout this, this, uh, this episode? Um, we're coming back to Eve. We're coming back also prostitution. <laughs> uh, we're coming back to evolution, okay? So this is a big one. This is actually a really big one. This, this was quite, uh, uh, it was, this was a paradigm shift for me when I learned this. So let's go back to, to evolution. So, so when we say evolution, by the way, we're, we're talking like it was only maybe, let's be super generous and say, I don't know, 10,000 years Let's just go 50. Let's go 50,000 years ago. We were in like nomadic tribes at this point, right? Like there's, there's no, you know, like little civilizations and things like that. But I mean, we were probably like three or it was just family units probably running around trying to stay the fuck alive. Like I'd be surprised if we even had, you know, 10, 20 people together. Exactly. So, so life was, and, and life was like that from 50,000 years ago till, you know, millions of years ago. So Evolution, here's the thing about evolution. Evolution happens very, 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 very slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> so we look at our current society, which is, I don't know, two, 5,000 years old, even roughly. Nothing, and I mean nothing, happens evolutionarily in 5,000 years. I, I mean... Nothing. I, I think... I agree, and I think to add to that, you you can have big jumps, but you carry uh, you carry the the past with you evolutionary. So so the the, the jump happens. Uh, the, you're talking about a mutation, and a mutation will happen, and then you know that one will survive more. But but nothing nothing moves that fast because even sometimes right. the mutation will then you know that one will die, and it'll take another. 100,000 years or 500,000 years for that genetic mutation to come back or for another right. one. So, so the fact that, that things are as, as efficient as they are, um, and our, I mean, look at our physical bodies. Our physical bodies are like fucking masterpieces. I mean, they are masterpieces. Like the way that ecosystems work and the way that species work in this planet is unfucking real. It's, it's, it's extraordinary, really. Yes, yeah, so it does take forever. And because our life cycles are so long. So you're right. It's long, many, many, many. Many, many, many iterations. I mean, millions, millions. I don't mean like 100 or 200 or 500 or 1,000. Like, it's a lot. So, so why is this relevant? So <clears throat> up until a few thousand years ago, um, here was our life structure, okay? Wake up in the morning. The men get together in groups and go off and hunt, Okay. The uh, hunting is done in silence. Spoiler alert. Because if you're chatting, then you scare away all the food. Okay? So the men are together in groups. They're not talking. They're, they're, they're hunting prey. And they're communicating in grunts, <clears throat> which have a lower frequency in the sound and don't carry as much so they won't scare off animals. Okay? Meanwhile, the women are at home, um, are at the at the camp or wherever, um, gathering. Okay, berries, fruits, you know, nuts, whatever. Doing the, doing the gathering thing with you know raising the children and developing language. Okay, they're chatting because there's no need to be quiet. So, so when people talk about you know how women want to talk all the time or how we have sort of more sophisticated um, verbally, we are. We we do tend to be more sophisticated verbally. Um, because we developed that. That was what was necessary. So, so this happened up until, you know, 5,000 years ago. I'm kind of I'm a little uh, uncertain on that date. So whatever, 10,000. Um, and, and look how slow evolution is. Nothing has happened in the last 10,000 years that has changed us from that, except for being born into a world where that didn't quite fit and you had to adjust. Okay? But that's not evolution. So, so, so then the cellular structure is still in this, well, we have to go out and get food. And you guys... I mean, no offense, but y'all weren't that great at hunting. So you only caught everything, something like every like two weeks, right? Have you ever hunted anything? I'm just hard. saying, I'm just saying. I mean, look, I'm just saying that we were able to like make everyone survive with the gathering thing. And sometimes we had some meat and sometimes we didn't. <laughs> but I'm sure it was all very well intended. But, but, but like, you get your ass out it. there and hunt something. You tell me how often you catch something. <laughs> Touche. I do not want to do that. But Touché I also don't want to stay hard. home and raise the baby. Especially so. things that can kill you. Like, that's a lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of commitment. It was a mammoth. Come on. Um, you see Ted? It killed Ted. <laughs> Ted. 
much. So that's just really important. So now here we are in 2017. You wake up in the morning and your cellular structure is telling you to get up, (laughs) go find your buddies and go hunt. Okay? Like you have to understand that your body is is the same body that was, you know, with your particular genes, obviously, from, from a few thousand years ago. So so yeah, you come home from the end of your day, you've done your shit, you're tired, you want to watch TV or do sports or whatever, and you know, your your wife wants to chit-chat, she's been home all day alone, you know, whatever, whatever your dynamics are. And it's not that one's better than the other or one's right and one's wrong. It's just about knowing the situation. Like I find that my relationships with men are more successful when I give them space. Well, uh, yeah. And you know what? I also like space. That matters to me a lot. I'm also kind of a dude in a lot of ways. And that is one of them. But, but I find a lot of men, and this bothers me because I, but I, because I find men feeling guilty about it. Like, oh, I should be more so, like, oh, I should, she always wants to talk and I feel badly that I don't want to talk and it's all, the, all the time. I mean, you need to talk to your ladies. Like, let's not, let, let, let's be real. Um, but as far as like incessant or if you need your space, like you need to be able to assert that. I'm sorry, I can't talk to you right now. I will come back and talk to you about it later, but I need space. You know, verbalize, communicate. This is this is where, in, where women are excel. Agreement. Uh, so when you say I'm going to come back later, you need to come back later. That's a lot of a lot of ish, relationship issues, at least in my my mm. experience. I would agree with that. Because doing what you say, then they, if you do that. Develops trust. Exactly. Yeah. Then, then they will, okay, you're, they've done it before. Right. You set a precedence for that. Right. But when you don't come back, then they're, they're just going to keep nagging. Right. Yeah. And, and also, yeah, also do come back. And if then she's got a problem with it, then you need to prioritize yourself. Again, falling in love with yourself. Who's, who's the priority here? Like she's very important, which is great. Sometimes you may put her needs in front of your own, which is lovely. Um, however, on a thing like this, it's like, what do you need to be a healthy, happy man? in a relationship because I find a lot of women trying to turn their men into women and being, you know, and that's a fucking lose, lose. Right. Right there. Well, they're just going to be frustrated all the time. They're gonna be frustrated all the time. I I love your analogy of, of the kind of the process behind evolution. Why males, you know, want some, so so think I can absolutely, I've hunted before. I'm not a hunter, but I, I strongly identify with the. Were you in a loincloth? The need to, uh, yeah, yes, I was. Give pictures. <laughs> Pixar, it never happened. We will um, be uploading those on Twitter later at Dominie Drew. Uh, he just got five thousand followers. <laughs> It'll awesome. be Josh in a loincloth with a spear. Uh, it's my spear, but um. <laughs> All right, and he's also carrying a weapon. <laughs> yeah, he's also. <laughs> All right, so but really strongly identifying with that that hunter you know, go out and, and make a kill kind of thing. And when you think of it, I, I, I did, it did bother me, honestly, when it's funny, when you kind of triggered me, when you said that, you know, you didn't, you didn't catch that much, but when you go out and you're putting your life on the line and you really are, when I say put your life on the line, sometimes it was actually to, because something could kill you, but it was also like, if you knew the pressure of like, if I don't kill this, you know, some one member of my family could die. So you had all this, You know, it matters. Shit mattered a lot yeah, because nobody exactly. was tweeting back in the fucking day. You know, right. it was like you're doing something because you had it to to survive, and you weren't doing anything that you didn't have to to survive. Right. Well, and I, the reason I said an outset was that we, you know, it was probably a small group was because we we were just barely scavengers, and as we evolved to where we actually could survive now, then we started using tools, and we started go. We did start banding together and things like that. So we we started off, you know, very like basically, yeah, just fucking hiding under rocks Mm -hmm. and so the next evolution that was very effective that yeah that's what our the modern you know humans are are kind of exactly what you're talking about that you had to go out there it was this tremendous amount of pressure it was super dangerous even if so even if the the prey wasn't that dangerous you fall and break your fucking like anything everything was dangerous you're dead everything was dangerous well but i mean you sprain your ankle you're dead yeah you you can't keep up with the tribe you're dead yeah yeah, no, everything you're was dangerous. Yeah, no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Um, so when you had that level of engagement and you do that for even even a couple hours, you know, and that's probably unrealistic, but let's say even an hour, two hours in a life and death situation. Oh my God. 
and you come in, you need to decompress. High stress. Yeah. You, yeah. And you don't want to fucking talk to him. You, and and <laughs> let's, let's say, let's say that you, um, and I'm just trying to, to add the male perspective here. Like, let's say you, you know, you had to wrestle with a fucking, you know, three of you had to wrestle with a bear or something. Then, uh, you know, you just had this experience that you almost died. And you tell me that you don't like, you don't want to talk to anybody. You don't, yeah. I mean, for, from a male's perspective, I don't want to talk about my feelings. I just need to like, I need to figure out where the fuck I'm at. The process. Yeah. yeah. And men and women process differently. And I think that's also something that's missed a lot in today's world. You process differently and that's okay. You, we've evolved. Here we go. Right. <laughs> to process differently. You know, yeah, some, some shit happened. Some shit went down. I wasn't there for it because I was at home. That's like 14 babies strapped to my back. Right. That's how it worked, right? Yeah. And uh, well, the babies had babies strapped to their back. <laughs> the babies had babies Probably literally. <laughs> I had one little papoose, but then I had like 14 papooses on it. It's like Russian nesting. <laughs> I know how babies work. As you can see, this is also my field of expertise. <laughs> babies. Um, yeah, but it's, it's absolutely true. And you have this very different experience and you process it differently. And it's it's perfect for exactly what it it needs to be you have to feed us well and and just uh, this is kind of an epiphany for me and you might not be for everyone else but just our emotions being our feelings and emotions being up in our like conscious space would not have been effective during a hunt if i'm like oh i'm super scared or i want to like i want so for, you needed to be stoic. Yeah. And that kind of actually, I've always been really hard neg- talking about negative self-talk. It's been really hard on myself that like, people are like, where are you at? And I'm like, I have no fucking clue where I'm at. Like, how does that make you feel? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And 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 I know that I've heard other m- women echo that. Like, I'll ask him what he wants. And he's like, or like how he feels about that. And he's just like, uh. And that's probably a genuine like thing. And, and the problem, not the problem, one of the issues that I see when you talked about, you know, processing is that we've kind of medicate our way out of that with distractions instead of actually sitting there and being sort of stoic, being peaceful, right? being in the company of men where we can like have that, that support system of like, shit, dude, I, I was there when that, right. that bear tried to take your head off, dude. Right. You know, it takes us a while to like, just give ourselves and permission. And it also takes a while, Okay. One of the things and what you're what you're <clears throat> talking about is just beautifully illustrating exactly what you said, which was that women um, that, that that's that sophistication that women have. They can they they are better with language so they can put words to emotions better. That's a language thing. Right. They're better with, um, you know, they have, they have a, a broader, more intricate, um, you know, a, a knowledge of, of often social dynamics, but also of, of, of language and um and then that translate, and then we also, it's also faster. That's where I was going with that. Um, one of the things, one of the ways you can tell it's more sophisticated is it happens more quickly. You know, women process, oh, like, let's talk about it. Oh my gosh, let's, A, let's talk it out. Let's talk it all. Um, and also like, I just asked you a question. I want the answer now. Right. And like ladies, you know, something that, that can really work well, like look at who you're in a relationship with, not who you want them to be, who you decided they are, or who you're forcing them to be. But like, how much time does that person need to process? Like I've had... People say to me, you know, I, I had a, we had a talk and we, I asked him a question. I talked about my opinion. He didn't really have a feeling about it. And then he came back two days later and I had totally forgotten about it. And he gave me his thoughts on it. And maybe he just needs two days to think about something. And maybe he's actually being considerate and, right. you know, actually putting thought and time into really processing what you're saying just because it doesn't look the way it does for you or the way you think it should look does not mean it's wrong. Right. I mean, this, that, this is great. This is a great discussion. I just, I really feel for my personal self, like how often I've done that exact same thing. Like it took me a week to figure out how I've actually felt about right. something. And, and, I, and it was not for lack of trying. It was not because I was disinterested in the conversation or didn't really care about the subject. Yes. It was big. In fact, that oftentimes... Uh, obscures how I feel, and and it still kind of plays back into this this evolutionary thing that we're talking about. In that, if if I'm if I hesitate in the moment in the kill, I'm dead, or I don't get the kill, so we don't survive. So that stuff had to like f- fall to the back of our brain. So in a lot of ways, you're right. I mean, we are on a on a we didn't 
we didn't evolve that because that was that could have killed us. Like yeah. we, you know, to have to be able to call up emotions instantly did not serve us at the time. Right. And so, that the time was all of the time. Right. Of every forefather that you have had, you know, that's that's being passed down and that's that's down. So I think we can even segue back to the women. Um, this was something I think we've talked about before. I feel like I've talked about it. Anyways, what it is, or one of the things to to add to the fact that they had to be communicators or unifiers or very cooperative was that, you know, you have this dude that just came back from maybe a better modern day example of the war. You came, mm-hmm. you came back from war. I was thinking that when you're talking about the sitting around in a group and talking about yeah. the bear, it's like, that's an important, that's a sacred thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you see that with like the VFW, like the guys go to the VFW and like they literally had to you know, de, what is it? Um, debrief. Debrief. Yeah, yeah. 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 So anyways, but what I'm getting at is you have this volatile, you know, person that is not dealing male that came back from the hunt, the war, or whatever, and hasn't dealt with all of his emotions, and the slightest thing could set him off. Mm. They had to be masters of, and they and they were physically disadvantaged, typically smaller, weaker, and they couldn't like if he just started ranting and raving or like tried to go after one of the kids because they stepped on his foot or whatever. They had to be able to navigate that through language, through communication, through you know, all the things that women tend to be known for stereotypically, like through soothing mm. behavior. So I think that they had to develop that way back when. And men are are just now in this fucking century even having kind of being brought into that discussion. Yeah. And well, what happens evolutionarily in a century? <laughs> right. Exactly. Fucking fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then you're expected to have, and, and it's the expectation, I think, that that uh, is is really just the killer. It's like women, you know, were like, oh, I can't believe that you're such a, you know, you're such a pig or you're such a, you know, you're you're so rough and masculine or whatever. And it's just like, what are you like? <laughs> well, you, and, and I think there's, there's we see swings uh, culturally. Mm-hmm. You see in the 60s, men got, like men, men were forced to confront their, like their feminine side and, they became effeminate almost in a lot of ways. They're just like, well, you know, flowy and just, you know, that hippie vibe of, you know, like love and no matter what. Yeah. And we're also talking about like, obviously about Western culture here. Like it's, I'm sure it varies from culture to culture. I haven't studied it a whole lot in other cultures. Um, and I tend to sort of come back to the unifying principles, which is why I come, I, I come back to evolution a lot, to natural selection a lot. Um, so, so this is obviously a Western approach. You know, we are, born and raised Americans. So that's going to color our perspective on all of this as well. But it is true that I've seen in our in our world and from my studies. Well, and Fifty Shades of Grey is kind of where I was going with that. Like you see this, like men, women are, lo- you know, when women are looking for that strong man, they want some of, you know, they want the emotion. They want somebody They want both. Exactly, exactly. And that's, yes. that's a tall order. That is a tall fucking order. Males need to like, so just opening a discussion, if you were talking about culturally in the 60s, that's great, but what doesn't doesn't talk about that that whole inequity, that big gap evolutionarily with our communication, with our ability to you know unify, to to, to navigate, to soothe, to do all those things that women have had those thousands and thousands of years to evolve to. We're, we've got a lot of catch up to do. It, it feels like in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's really true, and I think. You know, as I said, I keep repeating this, and I mean to be like a broken record, but it's like it's just about being aware of where you come from and your your natural desires. Now, you know, you you just can't go out and club a female on the head and drag her back to your cave anymore. Damn it! I know. I mean, Josh can and has. We, we don't like to talk about it. <clears throat> Technically, he was never. Oh, that's super like that's convicted. kidnap and rape. So no, yeah. Huh? So that's kidnap and rape. Let's not let's not put that up. <laughs> but it used to just be a hot date. So like <laughs> exactly. So I picked this girl up in the bar. <laughs> like at, literally picked at, her at the up. Marsh, I actually like picked her up and threw her over my shoulder and put her back at the cave. I picked her up, hit her head over the bar. <laughs> she was super docile after that. <laughs> I think she's pretty into me. I think it's going somewhere. Yeah, she only lost like a few pints of blood. I think Aww, she knew what was going on. No bueno. We are not <laughs> condoning that shit. 
<laughs> no asking if people smell like cl- things smell like chloroform <laughs> before you you go into your cave. Um, yeah, it's really it's it's really a, a it's a fascinating dynamic. Um, so so you know know that that's there. Obviously, it doesn't work in today's world anymore, <clears throat> and you know nor nor should it. But it's where we started from. It's where we started, and it's still it's still in your system. So what's the so what's the goal? The goal is to be able to stand in your power, or what was your what was your phrase for it? Keep your genitals. Oh yeah, keep your boys. Keep your keep your testicles. Yeah. <laughs> so you stand you stand in your power in in an undefended way. It's not like a fuck you. I'm a man. It's like okay, so I'm a man, and I need you know X Y and Z. You know I I need space. I need this. I'm happy to talk to you, but not right now. Whatever your you know thing is. I, I heard a, I had a teacher that actually, and it, it it there was so much judgment that I had a hard time with it. But he was like literally stand there, wide, legs a little bit wide, and feel your balls connected with the ground. Like, yes. Kind of being, you know, centered is yes. kind of the, but I, I just was like laughed it off. But later on, that started to resonate with me. Like, oh yeah, that is kind of when you're feel that way. Yeah. I'm not, you're not putting yourself in. So like ground in your masculinity, like the goal of being an enlightened male is not to be more female. Right. It's not right. to be a better male. Right. Well, and, and that's, it's so complimentary when you, when you achieve that. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you come to that place and that, that may sound confusing to a lot of people and, um, you know, I, I welcome you to, to, to write in with questions if you, if you have any about that, because it's a really fascinating thing. Um, but that's absolutely the goal. That's absolutely the goal. So that's actually going to wrap us up here for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me, Josh. Absolutely, Miss Domini. Great discussion. Ooh, it was. It was very, it was very um, back and forth. It was nice. It was. I'll back your forth. What? <laughs> May the fourth be with you? <laughs> The lift. <laughs> uh, much love to you. Uh, find me at dominiedrew.com or on Twitter at dominiedrew. And I look forward to hearing everyone next week. Adios. Talk to you later. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Domini Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.